The sport of boxing in Lincoln is about to get bigger. Southside Boxing Club is moving soon to the former Champions Fund Center at 1555 Yolanda Avenue, turning the site into a training facility as well as an arena to host boxing and MMA events and potentially concerts, according to people involved in the move. The space is capable of holding as many as 2,000 people. That's a look ahead at the future of boxing here in Lincoln. Lucky for all of us that there are still people around with fond memories of boxing from Lincoln's past. And I'm fortunate to have one with me today. Doug Emery talks boxing on Lincoln Live. Doug, good to catch up with you. Thank you, Dale. I appreciate it. Your dad was a boxer. Uh, One of your dad's former boxing uh, students or boxing buddies started Southside Boxing. You were a boxer. So when I say Southside Boxing Club, what sights and smells and sounds come to your mind? Well, a lot of memories of when my dad had uh, 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 gyms. Uh, it was tough sometimes to find gyms. Um, they, you just, wherever you could put one. My dad had one in a garage. Uh, John Kubler, who actually started uh, Southside Boxing, fought for my dad um, and decided at some point he wanted to be a coach, and he started back in a garage and so it uh this will be such a huge step forward um because you won't have to look for gym space and the other one of the other things is it's really difficult to find arena space small arenas that that you can get at a reasonable price so that um you're not losing a lot of money or having to to have unrealistic prices for the tickets for events Years ago, you and I shared part of an afternoon at Southside Boxing at 20th and South, and I remember it wasn't very big, not very big at all. Well, that's about to change, of course, thanks to the City County Planning Commission voting to change zoning on that six-acre site so that the boxing business and potentially large events can be held at the Champion Fund Center. That has to please you, the fact that the city planners saw a future for boxing in Lincoln. Absolutely. Um, and I, I mean, boxing is always going to be a niche sport, unfortunately. But um, when you talk about things that keep kids off the street and things that are that will, you know, will help um, in in certain areas, um, boxing is one of those things. I mean, we don't get a lot of our kids from the country club, and we have kids who uh, like John Kubler, who uh, decided it was time to give back to. Um, the, uh, the the boxing community and to help kids like he was helped uh, by my dad and and so it it'll be fabulous because it, it again it it won't leave people out uh, looking for Southside since the time we met Southside had been in three different locations after that because it's just very difficult to find a location um, that you could afford and one that would allow you to stay there for multiple years. As you and I were setting up times and calendars and logistics for this conversation, you said you were involved in all phases of boxing, including locally. Tell me what you've been up to uh, in Lincoln in terms of what you see that I don't see from being in the boxing world. Well, Southside is really, really, uh, we're down to just one gym here in Lincoln um, because uh, the gym that they used to have out at the airport rec center, uh, the gentleman who was the coach there for years and years, fabulous gentleman, um, he retired. And so uh, there was a real concern when John Kubler died of, of COVID 
um, that they would be able to keep that uh, that gym going. And they are they are going and they're prospering. I was down there not too long ago, and I think they had close to 50 kids there that night, which is which is fabulous. And again, it it's it's kind of like the uh, motto for Nebraska: it, boxing is not for everybody. But it certainly is wonderful for kids who aren't six foot five or three hundred pounds. It's a sport that they can they can do, and you're always matched up with somebody who's very near to your size. All right, so stay in that world, please, in, in the world that most listeners aren't familiar with. What? How would you characterize the the interest in boxing in Lincoln? Um, it's very steady. I mean, we're we're very fortunate right now because probably the best pound for pound boxer in the world is from Omaha, Nebraska. So you can point to that and say, for those kids who are really, really into boxing and think it might have a future, you can look at Terrence Bud Crawford and you can say, wow, I could that that could be me. But I've always said, Dale, that the, the people who are most successful from boxing are not necessarily the people that are champions. If you take somebody like John Cooper or a young man like a guy named Mike Wilson who started out and when he first started, he could barely make a fist. And, and Mike worked and worked and worked to become very good at what he did, but it was the effort and the things that he learned about self-discipline and things like that that were, were able to carry on. And those are the people who are success stories because it was boxing that taught them those those things that you had to do on your own. Nobody's going to come out with you and and run with you in boxing except another boxer. But you can't wait for a team to do it. You have to be able to have, be self-disciplined and do it on your own. And I, those are those are tremendous life lessons. Doug Emery joining me for the conversation, former boxer, turned Lincoln postmaster, turned city council member, turned globally acclaimed Olympic boxing official. He's all that. Plus, he's a great asset to our community, everybody. Joining me here on Lincoln Live. I went to the uh, Southside Boxing Club website, Doug, and prominently displayed on some of the tiles there, the photographs, are females. There, there, there are women that are interested in the sport of boxing. Correct. And, you know, it was uh, something that the United States has been very, very, they were late to that uh, game. Um, 30 years ago, there were female boxers um, in Canada and around the world. But the United States is is uh, late getting there. But um, it, it really is a sport that is, again, not for everybody, but some people. And there are, there are certainly women who love it and are very, very good at it. In fact, uh, in three weeks there'll be a world championship fight that is going to headline a card uh pro card that will be two women uh, both very 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 good um and so it's uh, there are, we now have the united states had three medals i believe last year at the world's women's championships so we have women's championships just like we have men's and youth championships and so it's uh, it's 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 really grown in that in that area. So how did it come around, Doug? Did it start as a, a self-defense and then it turned into, hey, I kind of like this. I have a skill for this. I can be coached at this. And it, now now we're at that stage? Was, was self-defense a motivator? Well, I, I think that's where it started. But yeah. I also think there was a lot of, of like most sports, it was a, it was a case of, of some woman saying, why not me? Hmm. 
Don't tell me what I can't do. And when you get them in the gym, you find out that it is not so much different. Um, obviously, different, uh, different skill levels to start, but they certainly have an aptitude for it. Um, and so it, it, it's, been, it's become really very popular, especially uh, on the East and West Coast, for, uh, for young females to get involved. Yeah, and you bring up a good point earlier, the fact that you're going against someone of like structure, of like size, of like skill. It's not like a basketball game where you've got somebody six foot going up against somebody that's seven feet tall or football where someone is 400 pounds and somebody else is 200 pounds. Dale, I get calls all the time from parents who will say, do you think it's safe? And I said, I said, I'll, I'll tell you this. I would let my son box if he so desired, or my daughter if they so desired. But it's the only sport where you have a doctor who sits at ringside, and you have two two people who are in there with a third man whose sole job is to make sure that you're safe, and your weights are within two or three pounds of each other, and we have books that tell how many bouts you have, so we get kids when they're doing local shows who are matched up against other kids who have similar ability what's your take on mma i I bring that up because the 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 relocation of Southside boxing would have will have an mma component to it it's hard for me because again um i as somebody who referees uh the safety element is really really is really, really a concern of mine. Mm-hmm. I wrestled in high school, and I always said wrestling to me was tougher than boxing because it's all joint against joint. And there were a lot more injuries in wrestling than there ever were uh, in boxing. And MMA has, has, you know, has that wrestling and jiu-jitsu component. And part of, their, part of their desire is you can make your opponent tap out. Well, we don't have tap out in boxing. We have officials, we have referees who are in there. It's our job to make sure that we tap out for that person um, before and, and keep them safe. And that, that's so important. Haven't talked to you since the COVID pandemic changed everything. I'm, I, I'm guessing the demand for boxing officials came to a grinding halt. The, the amount of uh, boxing period came to, uh, to a halt for a long time, but it's opening back up again. We recently had a world championship in um, in Hungary. Um, and so they're starting to go again. I'm starting to get back on the road again. I go around and we evaluate officials, uh, train officials. And uh, so it's coming back a little bit, but we can always use officials. One of the greatest things that my dad appreciated about John and Tommy Arciega and the kids from, kids, the, the young men from, uh, Southside is that they were boxers. Um, they are now paying back um, to the sport, which is terrific. You mentioned boxers getting better. How about officials? Are officials getting better and being able to keep up? Absolutely. I, I think uh, officials officials now have more training um, than we ever had when I first started, um, and it's it's uh, training that is uh, the same across the United States. Most of us learned. My dad learned by word of mouth from another from another official. I learned from my dad, which was a luxury for me because my dad was a very good referee, and so I, I got that luxury. But um, it, not everybody has that, and so we've set up a structure now where we have clinics that are in every area. 
Um, they're given certain times of the year, um, and then you can you can move yourself up by doing certain activities, by testing. You can move up until, you know, the highest level would be an opportunity to go overseas and, and work as an official. And you've been doing that. How many years have you been doing that? Well, I started <laughs> as an, I started as an international official in 1989, um, and but I have not officiated now for the last oh last ten years as a as a referee inside the ring internationally. Um, I, I had an opportunity to get into a training um, spot and into an evaluation spot and. I, I made my dad uh, retire when he was 70 because I said, Dad, we shouldn't be in the ring with 70. Well, I'm 71 now, so it would have been pretty hypocritical for me to spend much time in the ring after after I wouldn't let him do it. But I do, I do, I do think if you're trying to protect kids, you don't want to be a step slow. And, and I think there comes a time with all of us when it's time not to be as active as we used to be. Well, you're officiating officials. That's a skill that's I necessary, am. too. And, and I love it. I love it. We have great officials now. Um, and we, the sport has become a lot less political um, than it used to be. Um, and we have now the ability to take people who, have, who are making it political um, and have them not work uh, at the international level anymore. It's always good catching up with you, Doug. Always good to hear your voice on the radio. Good to hear from you, Dale. Thank you. Talking boxing with Doug Emery this morning on Lincoln Live.